I want to talk about like the addictions that people have and will never face because they're not being seen as addicts. I want to talk about that. Hello, welcome to the Recover Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Martin John. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about addiction. Not the addiction that we all know and love, the drugs, the alcohol, the things that we like to like add stigma to, not the addiction that, you know, uh, brings our behavior into gambling, sex and other stuff like that. I want to talk about regular everyday addiction that we can use for the rest of our lives. And although it's not killing us, it is taking us away from ourselves and separating ourselves from who we are. So I'm going to be talking about the things that those of us in long-term recovery have to face, right? In my first episode with Joe Lawson, he talked about his ice cream addiction. We talked to Trisha Lewis about her shoe purchasing addictions. And we talked to other people about their addictions with the way they look. I've talked to people about the possibility of them having addictions with exercising and other things like that. So I want to talk about your addiction, right? The ones that we carry forever. And I want to talk about like the addictions that people have and will never face because they're not addicts, right? Because they're not being seen as addicts. I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about that because this is insidious and it's deep and it's scary. And it's hard to look at yourself. Those of us who have been through 12 step or smart recovery or other things like we have had to look at ourselves in a way that um, most people don't, which is why we say we're the lucky ones. Um, I was talking to Gary Lindsay, new life mentor on Instagram, and, and he talks about us as being the lucky ones and how lucky we are to be able to see our addictions. Um, so yes, pacifiers. This is the beginning of addiction, right? When we wanna pacify ourselves, when we wanna take ourselves out of ourselves, when we wanna wanna just escape a little bit, right? Like a lot of people say, oh, I'm just gonna come home and I'm gonna watch Netflix because like I had a hard day. Well, if you had a hard day, yes, watching Netflix is easy, but it's not getting you to focus on the things that you need, like your body and the balance of your mind and your body and all of the things that you're actually trying to call for. I'm not trying to say turn off Netflix. I'm just saying question it, right? Like, so um, pacifiers that we use every day, what are those? Gaming could be a pacifier. Now we are starting to look at gaming as an addiction, but eating. I know I do a lot of emotional eating and uh, I can see when it's happening, right? I can be eating. I'll be like, "Uh uh-oh, this is because I was hurt yesterday or this is because my emotions are kind of riled. And eating doesn't make me feel better in the long term. In the short term, trust me, a potato can make me really feel calm, right? (laughs) Like potato chips or something sweet or um, those things can really get my body into a place where I'm a little more comfortable in it. What about work? How many of you escape by just doing more work, by surrounding yourself with more work? Um, I know I can do that. What about cleaning? How many of you like feel nervous and just start cleaning? Just cleaning anything. I gotta polish the polish the furniture or (laughs) or something, right? These are wonderful activities, right? To do like and be mindful that you're doing them in this way of escaping. And the reason that I say that is because like if you're not careful, those things can just be 
pacifiers and can turn into like little addictions. Now, do we want to say like, oh, is cleaning a bad addiction? All addictions are bad if they're taking you away from yourself. And that's what addictions are, right? Addictions start as pacifiers, things that we utilize to step away from ourselves. And then we become dependent on that thing. Marketing and advertising and uh, apps for our phone, all of these things, they know how to serve us dopamine, right? They know how to get us feeling good, right? So with pacifiers, it's really important to understand where, what your relationship is to them. If you're cool with checking out and doing something that you utilize as a pacifier, whether that's a substance or behavior, if you're utilizing it to pacify, that's fine. This isn't about trying to get you to constantly be oh, mindful and, and, and living in this robot world of, um, of being mindful and pushing yourself forward, but that is part of it. Like you do want to push forward. You do want to get better. You do want your life to get better. And I want to like push myself all the time. And in doing that, I'm always looking at what is next. What is the next thing that I pacify with? You know, I no longer pacify with drugs. I no longer pacify with alcohol. I no longer pacify with um, caffeine. I still pacify a little bit with sugar and carbs. I still pacify a little bit with entertainment. I still pacify with social media. So in doing all of those things and recognizing that I'm doing all of those things and, and, and calling them pacifiers and understanding that, all right, well, I do have a relationship with social media. I do have a relationship with sugar. I do have a relationship with uh, entertainment or watching TV when it's like, oh, I don't want to, you know, like, because I'll watch a show that I've seen a thousand times and I'm not even really paying attention to it. It's just on. And when I think I want to turn this off, I don't. And it's the same mental game that I was playing when I was drinking. And I was like, I don't want to drink. <laughs> I don't want to use. I don't want to smoke. But here I am like rolling another cigarette. I don't want to do these things. But here I am doing them. When we question where we're at, when we question what we're doing, we're being mindful. But if we're saying things like, oh, but everybody does this, or if we're making excuses like, oh, yes, I work out seven days a week, but that's a good thing. Yes, I read 15 books a month, but that's a good thing. If we have to add, that's a good thing, we really have to question what we think about it because we're the ones adding it because we're thinking someone else is judging us for doing. That's a difficult thing. I have to, in my podcast, I want to question those people that are in long-term recovery about how much they're recovering. I want to push the buttons of my guests a little bit to get them to take that next step towards their own self. When I talk about recover yourself, I'm talking about recovering that in you, which is God. You are God. It is in you. It is your birthright to be that and 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 control your life in that way you are supernatural as dr joe dispenza would say you're super in every way and 
pacifying yourself through reading, through cleaning, through drugs, through alcohol, through, um, I don't know, through food, through all entertainment, all of these things. Pacifying yourself is just pushing that power, pushing that source energy, pushing that God. And I don't use God in the sense of any religion. I just mean like God, you know, like, like that huge God, you, that, that, that you are. You were conceived, right? Two, two totally different things came together and, and then became one thing. That is, that is source, right? That is like, that is amazing. That is your body and spirit, right? In one self. And then it splits and splits and splits and splits. And as it splits and as you kind of, you start taking in the world. And as you do that, you give up little bits of yourself to please others and to understand the world and understand others and understand your place in it. But you are the world that you're experiencing. And to pacify your strength in that world and in this life that you're leading is at best unfortunate your life is amazing and i know it doesn't always feel that way in all honesty mine doesn't feel that way right now i mean there are moments in the day where it does but like it's a long road and 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 really questioning where am i pacifying and where can i be still the dao also states are you able to sit until the next most obvious action comes to mind this is the source of inaction right like not doing this is the source of being i found out about this idea of don't do don't do how is not doing how is non-action how does that work how does one not do anything until one day i was giving someone a ride and they said hey thanks for the ride i really appreciate it and i said it's nothing it made me realize really quick what nothing was. It wasn't sitting still. It was literally being. And when we pacify, when, when we're mindful of our pacifiers, when we get called to do them, take a second, sit still and ask yourself, is this what you want to do? Or are you just feeling uncomfortable? If you're feeling uncomfortable, don't pick it up. There's no reason to. You can sit through that. You can be through that. Thank you for listening to the Recover Yourself podcast. I'm so grateful for you. And I'm so grateful for this venue to talk about these bigger things. Follow me on Instagram at martinjohn, M-A-R-T-I-N-J-O-N. And uh, you'll be hearing from me, but um, definitely stay in touch. I wish you the best in finding your pacifiers and quelling the urge to use them at every turn. Once you know where they're at, it's a lot easier to start to slow those down and become just a little more mindful. It's oftentimes we don't have time for things in our lives that we want because the time that we do have is being used for pacifiers that we don't want. So. I wish you the best, and until next time, keep recovering yourself. Doop, boop, doop, boop, doop, boop, boop. And meeting.